Hello, I'm your host, Mr. Chuck. I'm a retired accountant turned truck driver. I have reduced my debt to zero in a short matter of time. Debt reduction to achieve financial freedom takes commitment, confidence, determination. How to pay off credit card debt. We'll get started in one moment. Together, we're going to explore our finances and figure out how to improve them. Reduce Debt, Increase Wealth is a podcast to inform those to improve personal finances, whether it's eliminating debt or making smart investments. How to Pay Off Credit Card Debt The other day, I met up with a group of friends that I hadn't seen or even talked to in a very long time. And as we were going around the table and sipping on our beers, asking each other how things are going in your life and what you've been up to, when it came around to me, they asked me how, how things are going. And my response was, everything's going great. I was able to pay off all my debt, 133000 I saved $31,000 in interest. And the best part is it only took me three years and eight months once I got serious about getting it done. And they were all happy for me. And the night went on. But when I was getting ready to leave a little, you know, a few hours later, one of the gentlemen came up to me and said, here's my phone number. What day are you off work? You'd be able to talk because I want you to explain to me how you paid off your debt. And I said, I'll do better than that. I won't explain to you how I paid off my debt. I will teach you how to pay off your debt. And everybody is a little bit different. And everybody's scenario is a little bit different. And he said, great, I really am serious because I've got some serious debt problems and my credit score is not very good. And I said, well, we can get that debt under control and your credit score will improve. So a few days later when I was off work, I called him, answered the phone. He was, you know, available like he said he was. I said... What is your problem? What kind of debt do you have? And he told me he had four credit cards that he was carrying a balance. Plus, he had an automobile loan that he got about a year ago and still owed $55,000 on it. His credit score was no good. I asked him if he had a savings account. He said, well, I got a savings account, but I got probably $50 in there. I said, why do you want to get this debt under control? What's your long-term goal? Because, well, I'm renting an apartment right now because a couple years ago I got divorced. I, but I don't have any child support. I don't have any alimony. And all that is taken care of. So I'm trying to get restarted in my life. And his rent was around $1,500 a month, plus utilities and everything else. I said... Well, we need to get together. I want to meet with you. And this is a list of things we you need to do before I show up. Found out where he lived, got his address. We set up a time and a date. 
And I said, great, now this is what you need to do. Find all your most current credit card statements for all your credit cards. Get your loan agreement out for your automobile loan and get on top of that, I want you to compile or get a list of everything you pay every month and put it together so we have an idea what we're working for. And we need to know when you get paid, how often you get paid, and what your take-home pay. He said, well, that'll be easy. That shouldn't take me more than five minutes. I said, well, good, get it together. So he still, I went there about a week later, went in, sat down at his kitchen table, pulled out his laptop, and we started working on it. His credit cards, he had four credit cards. One had a $3,500 balance. Another one had a $2,300 balance. Another one had a $5,500 balance. And the final one had a $4,500 balance. So he owed a total of $15,800. And they all had 17 to 21% rate of interest. Auto loan, he was about a little more than a year into it, 13, 14 months. He had a nice car. I'll give him that. And nice cars generally are expensive. And I asked him, did you have a problem getting a loan? Yeah, I had a little bit of a problem. I bought this car brand new, and I had to get an interest rate of about 6%. I go, well, that's a high rate of interest. Couldn't you get a loan through the dealer? You know, the manufacturer, didn't they offer any incentives? Nope, nope. His credit score was too bad. I said, well, it doesn't seem too bad. What you've told me, do you pay all your bills on time by the due date? His response was he didn't know. His response was, I do pay them every month. Whether it's on the due date or not, I'm not sure. Well, I go, we need to look into that. So where's, all, where's your list of everything that you pay every month? Well, his rent. And then he had some utilities. He didn't have any utility. But basically what he did was he went online to his checking account and looked up everything that he paid and wrote it down, which is a start. But he didn't know when any of these bills were really due. So I said, well, the first thing we need to do, even though you have a savings account with 50 or or $100 in there, that's not doing you any good. The first thing we need to do is quit creating new debt. Quit using those credit cards. Don't purchase everything with a credit card. We want to suspend all your credit cards and we're not canceling them. We just want to quit using them. The next thing you need to do is start making only the minimum payment on all your credit cards. The minimum payment. And I'll explain to this why we're going to do that. Third thing we need to do is set you up a budget. Now, the budget is not going to restrict on what you're buying or paying for. It's just a matter of looking at your finances and knowing how much your income is coming in, your net pay, 
and how much of it's going out on all your monthly expenses, including the minimum payment on all your credit cards and on your auto loan. He said, well, I've been trying to pay off my credit cards, so I've been paying extra. I go, yeah, you've been paying extra, but you still use them and you keep charging. And the overall effect is you're charging more than what you're paying. So the balance is going up every month. I could see that over the last three months because he had his statements there. Because this one had an average balance of 2000 and it went to 2100 Now it's 2300 Your balance is growing. And that was the case on all four of his credit cards. So we got to make the minimum payment and then whatever money you don't use to pay those monthly bills, you're going to deposit that into your savings account. And their first, one of your goals is to get that savings account up to a minimum of $1,000. And you need $1,000 because it's, it would be an emergency fund. If something would happen, if an expense would pop up, whether you needed a new tire because you ran over something, you need a new tire, you can take the money out of your emergency fund and pay for the new tire because we're not no longer going to use credit cards. He said, okay, fine. So he went through, made a list of his monthly expenses, you know, his utilities, gas, electric, his telephone or cell phone, his entertainment, his internet service, his TV subscriptions, cable, his streaming services, his everything he did. How often did he go out to eat? He said about every day. Do you go to the grocery store? Do you know how to cook? Oh, yeah, I'm a good cook. And on and on we went. And I tried to determine. We went, actually had to go online to the utility bills and his telephone bills and find out the due date and record all that down. And we got all that compiled. And I started looking at it, and I said, well, the due date for your cell phone is the 7th of the month. And you've been paying it on the 15th. You've been paying it late every month. And that was the case. Almost every one of his bills, he just paid it whenever and would forget about it. He didn't keep track of nothing. The first thing you got to do is start paying everything on time. Well, the first thing, the next first thing, you got to pay all your bills on time when they're due. And you can set that up online through your bank with an automatic payment so that that gets paid on the day it's due. You got plenty of income here. There is no reason why you are having all these problems. So let's get paying everything on time. Your rent is due on the first of the month. They give you a grace period until the fifth. I want you to start paying it on the first of the month. You just got to get in the habit of paying for everything when it's due. No exceptions. He said, fine. So we got all that set up for him. Got a savings account. And he said, well, how do I know how much money I got left over? Because this is the important part. You look for the reason why we want to know when everything is due and how much is due 
because we want to look forward at least one to two weeks looking forward in time. What's going to, how much money am I going to have on this paycheck? What do I have to pay between now and the next paycheck? Then give yourself a slight budget for food, groceries, quit going out to eat every night, eat at home, go out to eat maybe once a week, and it'll be a lot cheaper. You can buy food. Prepared food at the grocery store is still going to be cheaper than going out to a restaurant and eat at home. You got a nice kitchen here. You got everything you need. Why aren't you using it? So, okay, I'll do it. So he did. I called him. You know, it was about two, three hours working on this. Got him all set up. I called him a week later, asked him how. He said, oh, I'm, I'm trouble. I'm still... I charge a few things on a credit. I go, why did you charge on your credit card? I told you not to. Well, I need it. I want it to have this or that tool. And it's easier just to charge it on the credit card because so, I bought it online. I go, why didn't you use your debit card? Why don't you use you know, the money out of your... Well, I didn't have enough. Well, then you shouldn't buy it. If you didn't have enough money, it's something you don't actually need to absolutely have just because you want it you don't buy it so we started working on his spending habits you got to identify that you have a spending problem once you identify your spending problems and work on eliminating them then you can start moving forward what was doing his budgeting I noticed he was paying for cable TV. It was like $120 a month. He had three or four streaming channels. It was costing him $30, $40 a month. I don't know, but it was it was adding up. I told him he needed to get either cable bill only, do away with all your streaming, or stream two items, do away with the cable, and do away with all these other streaming services what do you watch on a regular basis? Well, I just watched this one here and it happened to be a stream. I goes, why do you have all that other stuff? Cancel it. The phone, your cell phone service, why is it so high? Reduce it down. Unlimited talk, unlimited text, and then data. Only get what you actually going to use. Try hooking up to a Wi-Fi when you're out and use your Wi-Fi and quit streaming so much data on your... and. Let's reduce your phone bill. And I worked on some of these items for him also. Why is your electric bill? So, well, it's hot outside, and I set my thermostat on 65 degrees. Why so cold? That thing is running nonstop when it's 85 degrees out. You need to have your thermostat set higher. You're just throwing money away. So we worked on that. So about a month later, I checked up with him, and he was really happy. He said, I got my savings account. I have $3,000 in there. I really saved up a lot of money. I'm eating at home more. I got a rid of the, my ex, my cable bill and a couple of my streaming bills. I, I redid my phone, cell phone, so I'm paying about $40 less a month. And he was really happy. He said, he goes, this was his common sense stuff. It really didn't take a lot. I go, I know. It's just you got to identify where your money is going. 
And then you got to prioritize what you actually need. Rent, utilities, the basics, food and clothing. And then after that, you need to reduce what you want because you cannot have everything you want because you got to pay for it. And when you put it on a credit card, you pay for it more than one time because the interest rate is so high. I said, you're doing really good. Your savings account is it's growing pretty quick. I didn't really expect that. Leave $1,000 in there. You said you had a total of $3,500. Leave 1000 in there. That's $2,500. Pay off that credit card that had the $2,300 balance. And then apply the rest to the highest interest rate credit card first. And he said, well, the $2,300 is my lowest rate. Why would I pay that off? because we want to get it to zero, because later I'm going to tell you a secret. So he paid off the 2300 It was under 2300 by now, because he made a minimum payment. He applied the extra money he had, about two or 300 to his highest credit card rate. Next month, you do the, exactly the same thing. Put your excess money that you're not going to have to spend looking forward for two weeks from pay period to pay period. Put that aside in your savings account. Do you have any bills coming up that you have to pay, like car insurance that you pay maybe every six months or rent insurance you pay maybe once a year? Well, yes, about three months from now, I'm going to have some car insurance due. Okay, and remember that that's coming due Put that in your list to look forward to because you don't want to take that money out of your checking account when you're going to have to pay that bill. So keep track of that. Keep track of everything you pay either quarterly, semi-annual, or annually so that you don't forget about those items. And that's part of your budget. And remember, your budget is set by you. I'm not setting it. It's you to control your spending, to help you control your spending. Are you doing any excess spending? Have you used your credit cards? No, I've been pretty good. It's been tough. I go, just get in the habit of doing that, and it'll be easier over time. Then you want to know why I had him pay off the credit card that had the lowest interest rate. I said, because you just wait. And keep an eye on your mailbox or online. If you go online to that credit card company, they're going to give you an offer. And that offer is going to be you can transfer money, do a transfer from another credit card to that credit card, pay 3% of the balance that you transfer and have zero rate of interest either for 12 months or 18 months, you got to wait to see what they offer you. And when they do that, you got to pay, apply as much as you can that you can know that you'll have that to a zero balance again in that time period so that you are gotten reducing what you pay in interest. It's very simple. 
So keep track of that. He said, okay. He looked. So about a month later, we're in like the third or fourth month now. He's doing really good because he has a decent income. He's been paying everything on time. I said, have you checked your credit score lately? No. I got a lot of the banks or one of your credit cards might offer that. And his credit score was like 450, 500 range. So he checked it and it was like almost 600. I goes, your credit score is starting to go up because you got a credit card with no balance. Don't ever cancel these when you pay them off. You got to keep those open because that's a line of, that's credit. And if you cancel them, you're going to reduce your credit. And if you reduce your credit limit, you're going to have a bad credit score because they're going to think you got a big balance on everything. And he, he had another extra, if you want to call it extra, couple thousand dollars. And I said, go ahead. You have any bills coming up where you might need that money? Uh, no. Okay. You, I know you told me that you got car insurance coming up. When is that? Well, that's next month. When how much is that car insurance? He told me it wasn't too bad. I said, you'll have that amount of money in a month from now. Oh, no problem. I said, okay, go ahead and apply it and apply down the, your highest card and we'll see how we're doing. And he did. And he got two cards paid off now. I said, well, you're doing really good. You got two more cards to go. Your credit score is going up, and that definitely is going to help your credit score. So let's stay at it, keep at it, look at your budget, look at the things that you listed. Is there anything on that list that you can get reduced down somehow by calling the provider and ask them if there's a different plan you can get on or a payment plan? or a budget or something where you can have an equal amount of payment, like your electric bill. Can you get on a budget and see how much that would be and pay the same amount instead of having a three or $400 a month, one month or two or three months, and then paying $100, maybe they'll put you on the budget and you have a nice steady $200 a month electric bill. And then we can plan for that a lot easier. So, okay, I'll look into that. And he did. So he did pretty good. So we're moving along. And about a year later, he had all his credit cards paid off. And he said, well, what am I going to do? He goes, my loan, car loan, is down to about 38000 range. He goes, I want to take money out of my 401k and pay off the car so that my credit score will go up so that I can buy a new, uh, buy a home and quit paying this rent. I said, no, never take money out of any retirement account to pay off debt. I go, have you still been making contributions? Oh, yes. I go, don't reduce your contributions either. If the company is doing a match, you got to maximize your amount that you're putting in there to get the total amount of the max. That is a benefit they're giving you, and they'll be more than happy not to pay it to you if you reduce what you make in contribution. 
So that is a bad move. Keep doing the same thing you've been doing with the credit cards. It's build up your emergency fund now and let's get it up to $2,000 and leave it there. We're going to increase that emergency fund over time because sooner or later, we want to be three months to six months worth of the expenses that you are paying month to month. Or it could be six months of your income, whichever is easier to figure out or whichever is the higher amount. I know that the interest that's being paid on your savings account is really low, but let's get it up to 2000 and leave it there. He says, well, I got like 6000 in there. Good. Take out 4000 And again, I asked him, do you have any bills coming up that you pay quarterly that might surprise you? Nope. I go, you're positive. Okay, let's leave 3000 in there. Pay 3000 Apply it to your auto loan. Now, remember that when you do that, it's not going to change your monthly payment. You're just reducing your principal balance and you're just knocking off the number of time that you would be paying on that loan. So let's apply $3,000. let us leave $3,000 in there. Get that auto loan and start doing the same thing you did with your credit cards. Keep your budget intact. Keep your spending under control. He goes, well, no, I don't really have that urge to spend like I used to. He goes, I don't buy things I really don't need. I goes, you ask yourself before you buy it, do I really need this? I never needed it in the past. Why do I need it now? And that's what he's been doing. And he's got his spending under control. He's got his savings account built up, his emergency fund built up. And he's got his credit cards paid off and he's getting his loan on his car loan paid down. I then ask him, you still looking to buy a new a home? Not necessarily a new home, just buy a home. He said, yes. He goes, I'd like to get it done in the next couple of years. I go, we can accelerate that if you want. How much do you owe on your automobile and how much can you sell that automobile first? Do you owe more than what you could sell it for? You need to go to Kelly Blue Book, look up the average retail, look up the average wholesale. And if you can sell that car for more than what you owe on it and pay off your loan, have a little bit extra, a couple thousand, you can go out and buy a good used car, maybe get a four or $5,000 loan on it and get it paid off in a year. And your payment is going to be a lot smaller than on the current car you have. I know you like your cars, but if you do that, we can then put more money in your savings Build up your down payment for your home, have a larger emergency fund, and get yourself in that home quicker and have a much improved credit score. He says, I'll look into it. And he did. I called him like a month later. He called me about a month later and said, I sold my car. I paid off my loan. 
I got an extra $4,000. I was able to buy a good used car for $6,000. I used money in my emergency fund, and I didn't finance it. I said, well, you're doing good. You're learning. Now you need to get that emergency fund built back up and get that money back in there. He goes, I will because I got all this extra money now because I have no debt. I said, you know what you just done? He goes, what? You have reached your financial freedom. You now are financially free to do whatever you want, to make whatever decisions, and not have to think about how much it's going to cost you. Stay on your budget. Keep everything under control. Keep your spending in check. Put money into that savings account when you have five thousand dollars then you need to go online and look up high yield savings pick a bank and transfer anything you have in your savings account over five thousand dollars and put it into that high yield savings so you earn more interest it's not going to be a whole lot different, but it's going to be a lot more than what your current bank is paying you. Instead of getting 23 cents to a dollar a quarter, you're going to get four or five dollars a quarter to start out uh, with two or three thousand dollars in there. So it's going to add up fast. And the more money you can put in there and the faster you can put in there and get yourself a good down payment. Let's shoot for at least 15 to 20% down on the price range of the home you're looking for. You need to figure out how much you're willing to pay. You're paying $1,500 a month in rent. So your payment could be that. But also look at about 35% of your gross pay is what you can afford on your mortgage. Try to keep it under 35% and that will give you more money every month to live life like you want to live. I'll be back in one moment with my final thoughts. If you listen to this podcast using an Apple podcast app, please rate and review this podcast. For all your non-Apple users, you can download iTunes on a Windows machine and go to the upper left-hand corner, select Podcast, do a search, Reduce Debt, Increase Wealth. You can then rate and review the podcast and also follow the podcast. I appreciate any feedback that I may get. How do you pay off your credit card debt? Quit creating new debt? Identify your spending habits? Set up a budget, identify where your money is going, reduce the money that you're paying out to things that you really don't need or no longer using, get the best available plans for things you are paying for, increase your savings, put it in your emergency fund to help you when something comes up, to help you eliminate using those credit cards that you have trouble paying off. You do all these things, keep everything under control, and you will 
be out of debt before you know it. And why stop just paying off credit cards? I say, go ahead and pay off all your debt and achieve your financial freedom. Freedom from paying the mortgage and the banks and all those loan companies and keep your money and invest your money for the long term. Continue paying into your retirement account, no matter what anybody else tells you. Your retirement is the only thing you cannot finance it. So you got to have your money and don't rely on how much you may be given from any pension or social security.